Find ways to continually inspire yourself, fill your creative well, whether that's getting out from the space that you're in or doing other things. And two, start doing some of the work. Find the smallest piece that you can get done and do it. It doesn't have to be the thing that has to be done first. Just do whatever piece that you can get started. Even if you decide to scrap it later, making a little bit of progress will lead to more progress. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are and wherever you're watching from. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. This is the Visual Lounge Podcast by TechSmith. I'm your host, Matt Pierce. The podcast where we talk about using visuals and video in the workplace. Today, it's just me. I want to talk through something. And I think this is important. We're actually not going to talk about, particularly about using images or videos. I'm going to talk about getting to the point of the creation process. This has been on my mind this week. And I think it's important that we have this conversation. So if you're in your car and you're, or you're listening at work or wherever you might be, hopefully this one resonates with you because it's, again, it's something that's on my mind. So let me put this question out there for you. First off, have you ever had one of those moments, maybe many of those moments, where you knew you were supposed to make something like a video or maybe it's a document piece of documentation or maybe a job aid or some type of visual, doesn't matter what. And you're feeling like, I don't want to make this thing. I don't feel inspired to make this thing. I have no motivation to make this thing. It, it's not coming to me. I'm not feeling creatively charged to do it, but the deadline looms. You've probably felt that. I know I feel that. I feel that way actually quite a bit. It's not something that is a unique feeling like, oh, I've only ever felt that once in my life with this one project. No, it's something that I face and I struggle with on a regular basis of, I don't know where to start. I don't know what to do to get going. I know I need to get it done. I maybe even have some ideas. So the, the question today is how do we overcome that? And I want to talk a little bit about that. So I didn't just make up a bunch of things. I actually went and talked to some people who are people who are in creative roles or they're creators or they're doing something that maybe their role's not about being a creator, but they have to do this on the occasion. So I want to go through some awesome quotes that they provided me today, but I hope what we can do by the end of this episode is that we can inspire you to take that next step, whether you're, you know, making a video image documentation, whatever it is that you've got to make this week or today or in the next hour that you're feeling inspired. So First things first, let's talk about reducing barriers. One of the things that I have found in my own creative process is that if you can find a way to reduce some of the barriers to entry, it can make a world of difference. So what might those barriers be? Well, for instance, let's talk about video because we talk a lot about video and I make a fair amount of videos. Today, I knew I needed to record this episode. I went to the TechSmith building where it's a beautiful building, a brand new facility, lots of great things about it. But the barrier to creating a video at the building right now is, is I don't have my stuff. I don't have my camera. I don't have my microphone. I don't have my stream deck for switching. I don't have my lights. Now, there is a studio. It's still a little bit in progress. Hopefully someday we'll get to record some episodes in there. But the barrier to entry was really high because I didn't have everything I needed. Now, that's one barrier. Another barrier might just be the setup. I could have all that stuff, and if I did have all that stuff, what would it take for me to be able to set up the lights, the camera, the microphone, to get it all positioned in place? Well, here in my home office, 
I have it. So the barrier to entry is very low for me to start making this video. I literally have to turn on the program to record. I have to hit record. I need to do some prep work, of course, to know what I'm going to talk about, but then I can get going. So whatever challenge you're facing, what you're trying to get started, my first piece of advice is reduce the barrier to entry so that you don't have to think as hard about doing the thing. Now, I know that's a luxury. I know that you can't always have your stuff just set up. For a long time, I didn't have my stuff set up and I was setting it up every time I wanted to go live or every time I wanted to do something. So, you know, you might have to think about what those other barriers to entry might be. For some people, it might be they know they need to write a script and writing a script is hard. So maybe it's a template. Maybe there's certain things that they don't have to think about any longer and they can just say, like, I know my opening for the show. I know my closing for the show. I don't have to think about those. So again, I'm reducing the barrier. Maybe it's the editing process that's a barrier. You know, like, gosh, I got to work through so many things. So maybe there's things you can templatize. Maybe you're, there's things that you can say, like, hey, we, we're going to eliminate 95% of the transitions that we use. We're going to say we never use those. We use fade. We use fade to black, we maybe use the glitch occasionally. Like whatever rules and structure you need to put around your creative process to help you get started, to get going, to see through to the end is really important. But that's only gonna take you so far because if you're not feeling the creativity and you're not feeling that motion to get started, what can you do? Well, like I said, I talked to some of the folks here at TechSmith. I talked to uh, some other people through a LinkedIn post, even though, uh, Technically, they didn't know they were going to be providing me inspiration. They did. And so I want to go through some of those quotes and we'll talk about those because I think there's really this great wisdom that is in them. And so let's go ahead and take our first look here because I think this will help us out as we go. So the first one, this is a friend of mine, Katie. She works at TechSmith. She said, start with small steps and look for inspiration and ideas that you can use to keep attention, etc." So for Katie, what she was saying here is that don't worry about the big whole project. Worry about what's the first small thing you can do. Look at those small things and then look for that inspiration. If you don't have already a file where you can keep track of inspiration, I highly recommend this. There's a couple ways you can do this. You can literally create a file folder on your desktop or on your phone or wherever. And every time you see something, grab it, take a screen capture of it, maybe download it, do whatever you need to do so that you have your swipe file of good ideas. And you're like, oh man, I need a good idea here. Go borrow, borrow from the things that you like. Maybe it won't be the same thing, but maybe it will inspire you to take the next step. So I love this idea of, of creating this file that's going to allow you that when you need inspiration, you're filling literally a folder full of great ideas. And you might, you know, segment out into different kind of parts and pieces, however you want to organize it, you do that. But have something that you can go to when you're feeling your creative well is a little bit low. And then hopefully that will get you inspired. Now, the risk here is that what you'll do is you'll just look at those things and you'll say like, oh, I'm going to keep looking. I want to find more inspiration and more inspiration, more. And then all you do is spend your time looking for stuff. If you haven't done that, I don't know what you're doing on the internet because I've done that, been down that rabbit hole many times. So I'd encourage you that, yes, have your swipe file. The nice thing about that is you can kind of contain what's in it. You can also just, again, feed your creativity as you need it to be able to go back and reference those things that you saw. So let's, let's look at the next quote here. Okay, this is a little bit longer. This is from Kelly Rush. He's a technical product manager, used to work on video at TechSmith. He says, often I find the hardest thing is just getting started. 
We see a theme here. I struggle with that in my early career with video. When you're making a video, you're getting, you're telling a story and it's easy to get overwhelmed. And at least for me, when I get overwhelmed, I shut down. So knowing where you want to go with the video, you start grabbing content, maybe make a recording, write some narration, pull some images, etc. And it's just a cobbled mess. I found that once I start treating my video as a story and just sitting down and writing the narration, that really helped me to keep me on the rails and focused. Like I can still be creative, but I only ha- but only within a lane I've defined for myself. Once I have the script written, now I know what I have to do. Record the narr- narration, fix the narration, get that on the timeline. There now, and then there, now my video is chunked out. Sometimes you're fortunate and you just are super engaged with the subject and it's easy. Other times it's just about finding the tricks to get yourself started because like anything, if you don't want to do it to begin with, often starting is the hardest part. So what Kelly's saying here is that sometimes you need to give yourself some guardrails around creativity. We think creativity is this big open thing. Oh, I'm just going to make the coolest video or I'm going to make these awesome screenshots or documentation or I'm going to onboard somebody with whatever I'm doing or teach my customer, whatever. But sometimes you need really good guardrails because in within those constraints, creativity can be harnessed and fostered. And I love this, that once he gets that starting to think about videos as a story, it's always a story. Now, Kelly will often do technical product uh, type stuff. So he's talking about like future ideas, planning what we're doing for the next kind of 10 weeks or whatever. And his videos often do come across as a story. He's telling the rest of the company a story. Is it a once upon a time story? No, but he's telling the story of what he has seen from his viewpoint and what the product team needs to focus on. So if that's the way that you get to get started, great. But breaking it down, putting some guardrails on it, and then just saying, okay, well, what needs to be done? Instead of saying, I need to make a video, which is a lot, What's one thing I can do? Well, I, can, I can write a script or I can start taking screenshots or I can start, you know, figuring out what the steps are even before I write the script. So however you need to break it down. Okay, that's a, that's a great one. I love it. Next one. This is uh, Ryan Weiger. He was on, he commented on a post on LinkedIn. Thank you, Ryan. He said, I find most of my creative inspiration from looking outside of the industry and talking about the L&D industry here i.e. I've adapted how Prince distributed music into a method of helping rescue dogs find a home. And I love this idea. So sometimes, just sometimes, we're always looking within ourselves and within our kind of space and we're saying, well, what, what's Matt doing over without his training content? What's, you know, Ryan doing with this? And, and as he said, let's look outside of, of ourselves, whatever industry you're in, whether you're in learning development, maybe you're in software, you know, your development engineer or your product manager or your technical documenter. What is everybody else doing? What's working for them? And while we may not be able to take it wholesale and bring it in, there are many great ideas that we can steal, bar, beg, borrow, whatever, and adjust. And like his, his suggestion here, something that Prince did, and I, I need to follow up on this because I want to know more, but Prince, the musician did, helped him figure out how to help rescue dogs. I mean, that's amazing, right? There, there are truly other places we can go for inspiration. Sometimes I think we're very limited. You know, if we're always looking to Hollywood for our, our ideas, that's great. Hollywood's very creative but then we might feel stifled because frankly, I'm never gonna make a Hollywood style video. I would love to, it would be amazing, but that's not my role. 
nor is it my skill set. And so, but I can learn from them. I can learn from software development. I've often found that uh, looking at what our software developers are doing, I can get really great ideas because they're they're actually very creative in their engineering ways and how they go about solving problems. So just another way to start getting you think, where can I go if I don't feel like starting this project? What can I do? Okay, let's look at another quote. This is our good friend, Andy Owen, who makes some of our YouTube videos for our Camtasia channel. He says, my advice is watch something that inspires or step away and learn something new. Focus on what you enjoyed about the learning process. For me, I just started piano lessons. I'm not enjoying the virtual lessons. I love the hands-on portion. That's inspiring me. Talking about videos when I do YouTube work is way less satisfying than giving people something they can dig into. So find what inspires you. What What's something you can go learn from? You know, whether it's this podcast or maybe it's another podcast, another video series, whatever it might be, go learn how to do something and take away from that process. What did they do that you liked? Can you, again, there's a lot of beg borrowing and stealing here. And I, I use that phrase lightly. We don't, obviously we want to be careful about copyright, but ideas, man, there are so many good ideas of what other people are doing. And I love that Andy puts a learning approach on it. Like go learn something. Maybe it's not even part of this process about the video creation process. Maybe go learn how to do formulas or programming development in Excel. I don't know. So, but I think the idea is, is really solid. Okay, let's keep going here because we've got a few more to get through and I want to talk about a couple other things. Jonathan Rock, I call him J-Rock. He's an instructional designer. If you don't know J-Rock, he's awesome. He said on LinkedIn, my best ideas often come in the shower or while driving or lying on a couch with my arm over my eyes. So this is interesting because what, what I noticed is there's like, go get inspired from other people and other things. In this case, J-Rock is saying, hey, let's look at different ways of finding the creativity. Now, for instance, we often hear about people having great ideas in the shower. I actually read something recently that said that the warmth helps the blood flow to the brain and that then can spur some of those ideas, but whatever the reason. I think sometimes getting outside of the space that we're in, like I work in this office most of the time. I'm here so much. This is not necessarily the place where I'm going to be inspired because I'm so just used to it and I'm so involved in it. That doesn't mean inspiration can't happen here, but sometimes when I'm out and away from it, it's a new perspective, a new opportunity, new connections can be formed. And sometimes you need to step away from it all and let your brain just maybe focus. Often we're so caught up in email and Slack messages and having to do this and that, that we lose sight of the fact that sometimes stepping away can actually, even though it might take us 20 minutes, that can actually enhance our ability to be creative. So thanks, J-Rock. Appreciate that advice. Okay. This is David Gillian, uh, director. He's a director of education and enablement. He was on LinkedIn as well. He said, for me, killing off my need for perfectionism is what keeps my creativity well-filled. A dear friend introduced me to the crazy idea called Good Enough. And since then, the ideas just keep kept flowing. Man, this, this is awesome. So what is stopping you? Why is it that you're not inspired or not feeling motivated to get going? Is it that you're not having good ideas? Or is it that you're worried about, like, oh, it is so much work to be perfect in this. It's so hard to be good looking on camera, to sound good, to have the lighting perfect, to get the aperture right, to get the recording done, to do just everything that you need to do. Is it, is it inertly saying to you like, look, 
You've got so much to worry about. You might as well not even start. Well, that's false thinking. We need to say like, look, if something's not perfect, yeah, we, we want to put our best foot forward. We want to be professional. But if it's not perfect, guess what? The world will keep going, I promise you. Even, even if you're, it's an important brand that you're working for. Now, there's things that you have to be careful about, right? Health and safety. You don't want someone getting intentionally or unintentionally hurt in this case. You don't want them to die. You don't want them to get sick. You don't want them to be, you know, brokenhearted for some reason. But if I say a wrong word or have an extra um or ah in there, guess what, guys? I hope that you can be forgiving of me that my perfection or lack thereof doesn't mean it's not good. And so I love this idea. Let's let's say that, hey, we don't necessarily need to be perfect. Very rarely, I think, would you ever talk to someone who makes professional videos, particularly in Hollywood, would they say, oh yeah, my, my movie was perfect. Movies, videos are really never done. You just have to pick a stopping point and say, it's enough. So I love this idea that David brings forth this idea of good enough, right? So, and maybe sometimes you just start and you make something and it's just garbage. You're like, oh man, but you started. And then you can figure out like, this is garbage. How do I make it better? Hopefully that doesn't mean starting from scratch, but you can take the good ideas and move them forward. And I know, uh, you know, one of the things here is cost, right? Oh gosh, the cost of time. I don't have time to do that. I've got 10 other things that need to get done. Good work sometimes means you're going to have to invest, whether it's going to put your arm over your eyes and let the ideas come for a few minutes, or maybe it's time to just say, hey, this is good enough. Let's put it out there and see what we can learn. And then we can always come back and revise it, which I can tell you most companies I've worked for, organizations I've been with, it's really hard to do that is to come back, but we need to get better at that. Okay. Next one, similar, similar vein. This is Troy Stein. He's a vice president of customer success at TechSmith. He's been on the, the visual lounge before. He says, done is better than perfect. See, we've got a theme. He said, I often set this unrealistic bar for myself and that that can hold me back from getting stuff done. Just accepting that I'm a work in progress means that it's okay that my videos can be too. We're all a work in progress. The video, I say, I've said this before, I'll, I'll say it probably until I'm done with my time talking about videos. The first video I ever made is garbage. It's not good. It just isn't. But by the standards of 2006 and Camtasia 3, that's a long time ago, it was okay, right? I was learning. I look back at it, I see all the dumb things I did that I should never have done. But I wouldn't expect 2006 Matt to make the same video as 2022 Matt or 2023 Matt or whatever year you're watching this Matt. Hopefully Matt has continued to progress and gotten better. I am a work in progress. My videos are a work in progress. I, we go back to the James Clear Atomic Habits idea of the, the aggregation of marginal gains. We don't have to be 100% better. We just keep working on those little things. You know, whether it's your audio, whether it's the lighting, whether it's the video, whether it's the scripting, whether it's the storytelling, whether it's the assets, the motion, whatever it is that you're working on, just get a little bit better. And know that, you know, at some point you're just gonna have to say, it's good enough. We'll get the next one. We'll learn a little bit. We've learned a little bit. Now we'll apply it next time. So I love this idea that Troy says, because we don't want to set unrealistic bar. Now, if your organization has a certain bar, you probably need to meet that. However, what I'd recommend you do is have a conversation. What is that bar? What would it look like if it went out like this? 
Um, and, and you know, and then set the level and understanding of where you are and what your skill set is. Because I know the videos I make will not be the same as the videos Andy or Katie make at TechSmith. And they are good. They are really good. I aspire to be half as good as they are someday. But the expectation for my video is different than theirs. And it should be because we are on different levels. We bring different things to kind of our workspace and what we're trying to accomplish. All right. I think we've got one more or two more here. This is Jason Vlad. You guys know Jason and love Jason. Go to his webinars. The webinars are fantastic if you want to learn about TechSmith products. Jason says, what I do is open up a blank Google Doc and turn on speech to text. Then I just start talking and eventually some nugget might come out to spark an idea or maybe it gives me the opportunity to flesh out something that wasn't fully realized. I do that interspersed with fresh air and walks if I can. Well, I love this because one of the things that like often the barrier to getting started is starting, right? Like sometimes you just have to put the first foot forward and say, I'm going to walk down that path and get moving. And for Jason, sometimes that he's open that Google Doc speech to text and just starting to say, what is it that needs to be said? It's probably not the final draft. I, I doubt it. Jason's pretty good. It might be close, but he he's taken away the blank page. Because once you, if you got a blank page staring at you, you know that's difficult. And what I'd suggest is just start. Do something, do anything, whether it's talking to your Google Doc, writing something, maybe just put some assets onto your canvas if you're working in something like Camtasia. Take a few pictures, grab a few things, start building something and see where that's taking you. It might be in the wrong direction at first, but I can guarantee that you're going to find your way back because you know your outcome. Hopefully you've done your analysis, you know your audience, you know what they need. But by starting to do something that can just get start building momentum and momentum has this thing where you start to get a little momentum, you can, if you carry through with it, it will build and build and build and build. So I love, and I love that Jason's saying, I do this, I get over the blank page, but I'm also doing something. He's physically getting out there, he's moving, he's walking, he's taking in fresh air. So he's let, giving himself that time to focus and think and maybe disassociate his brain for a little bit so that way he can bring it back when he's like, okay, I've let my brain do its wandering, its thinking and get over itself and now let's come back and let's focus. So great advice. Okay, this is Liz Wool. She responded on uh, LinkedIn as well. She says, I love getting out in nature, going to an art exhibit or botanical gardens or drive in the rolling hills of Tennessee and farmland. Well, I'm not in Tennessee, Liz, but I get that, right? Michigan in the fall, in the spring, in the summer, even in the winter is beautiful and it can be inspiring. So again, this idea of getting outside of yourself and getting outside of your office and not necessarily to be inspired, but I think there's something about being outside of the space and, and allowing ourselves to take in what's around us. It's, I, I hope this doesn't sound cliche. I hope this doesn't sound cheesy. But I think sometimes in business, we are so focused on being butts in the seat that we forget that we actually need time to fill the well. We need time away. We need time to go in and experience life so that when we come back, we can really like, yes, this is what we're all about. Okay, last, last quote, and then we'll, we'll wrap some things up here. Last quote, again, Troy Stein, he said, the other thing he talks about and thinks about to get going is gratitude. He said, focusing on something that I'm grateful for begins to part the clouds of doubt and fear. Now, positive psychology, I don't know what it would say about this. I don't know positive psychology, but I do think that there's something here that focusing on, okay, like 
yes, this is hard. I'm struggling. And instead of beating yourself up and saying, oh gosh, I can't do this. This is really hard. I'm stuck. When I do that, I get stuck even more. It's like, I'm, hey, let me dig this hole a little bit deeper. But focusing on this thing is like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm really grateful that I have this opportunity. I'm grateful for the chance to make a video. I'm grateful that I have the equipment I need to make a video. I'm grateful for this topic that I get to talk about. I have found that as I take that kind of internal mantra in, it does help. And, you know, you can spin it however you want. But I think uh, Troy made a great point and I wanted to share that sometimes, you know, again, it's that mind shift. Where am I at? Why am I stuck? What's holding me back? And can I... Can I twist and turn that a little bit and shape it so I can get my brain focused on getting out of that? So I, I love all these quotes. I, I, I love these ideas about creativity and about helping yourself to get motivated and moving because far too often, I think in this work that we're doing and what we're talking about on the Visual Lounge is a creative work. Even when it's very business centric, it is a creative work. And sometimes we all we all feel that slump. We all feel that difficulty of getting from start to going to finish. And I hope, I hope that today's episode helps you just a little bit, you know, really, really think about like, okay, when I get stuck, what am I doing? What's the plan? Now, we talked about a lot of these things. We've talked about barriers. Um, I want to I want to bring up one more idea that I think is kind of woven through all these things and I think is really important. That one of the things I have found and I did this yesterday as I was thinking about like, what am I going to talk about? I need an episode for the Visual Lounge. What are we going to talk about? We've got some guests and dates and all that stuff that we're working out. But once I started writing down ideas and started kind of flowing out like, okay, what could I do here? How could I do this? It's interesting that as I did the work, I started, I got started a little momentum. It really was like a floodgate opening up. And, you know, a couple of things kind of fell into place to make this all come together from a topics perspective. But doing the work, just starting, will really help. And sometimes I know it's getting mouse to click on the right thing to do it. You're like, ah, oh, I don't want to open Camtasia. I don't want to open whatever tool I'm using. I don't want to put this, open that script template. But I can, I can tell you, the more I, I just do those things, even if it's hard, it's progression. And progression will help me make I, for my experience, has helped me progress even more. So this is going to be silly, uh, but I, I've summarized this in a very funny way. So when you're in a funk, chunk. Start thinking about the smaller pieces. Kelly Rush talked about that. We talked about that a couple of times. When you need speed, lead. Don't wait for someone else to lead you down the path. You got to take the first step out and blaze a path. When you need inspiration, Get some perspiration. Do the work. Just start putting in the effort. The reps will pay off. Even if it's not the thing that you're going to end up with, just do, do the work. When you're feeling slow, start to go. Very much the same idea, right? Uh, it just, we want you to, I want you to be thinking about like, okay, how do I get started? What's just one thing I can do? If I can only do one thing to make progress on this today, what's the one thing I can do? And the last one is terrible. I needed a better rhyme, but it's when your video ideas stink, drink. I don't drink, so that doesn't help me. Maybe have some caffeine. Maybe maybe go take a break. Have some a nice hot chocolate, some tea, whatever it is your beverage of choice, and let your mind relax a little bit. Get a little bit of warmth going, and you can move forward. Here is my final take. One, find ways to continually inspire yourself, fill your creative well, whether that's getting out from the space that you're in, 
or doing other things. And two, start doing some of the work. Find the smallest piece that you can get done and do it. It doesn't have to be the thing that has to be done first. Just do whatever piece that you can get started. Even if you decide to scrap it later, making a little bit of progress will lead to more progress. Well, I hope this has been inspiring for you. I hope, I hope no one's facing this funk and not feeling this way. I hope you're all feeling inspired, feeling motivated to make better videos and images. And, you know, here on the Visual Lounge, we, we love it to hear from you. We don't, what is your creative way to get going on a video project? Go ahead and leave it in the comments on YouTube. If you're listening to the podcast, of course, you can always email us at thevisuallounge at techsmith.com. We'd love it for you to like, subscribe, and do all those things. That helps us know that what you're hearing from us in these shows is providing you value. With that said, we want to wrap up this show the way we always do. Whatever you're doing, whether you're making videos or images, we hope you take a little time to level up every single day. Mm -hmm.